This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Yesterday we spoke uh, to the DEF, uh, an organization that was uh, at least a study that had been done out of Stellenbosch University that was looking at a pro- setting up a program to assist the deaf people uh, in terms of receiving information about COVID-19. So we thought we'd follow that up about uh, having a look at generally how the COVID-19 pandemic has taken a unique toll on the disabled community. It poses an even greater challenge for the estimated 3 million people uh, in South Africa who live with a disability. Now, members of the South Africa's blind community say the pandemic restrictions from lockdowns to social distancing have dealt a huge blow to their independence. Ntabi uh, Singh Mulungwana is with the National Council uh, of uh, for Persons with Disability. She is a senior manager there. And Tabi Sengmulongwana, good morning, and thank you so much for joining us. I think there's a lot of things that we uh, able-bodied people take for granted, and especially during a time such as this, uh, and how people's lives have been infected, impacted, especially the loss of independence. Good morning, and and good morning to your listeners too, mm-hmm. and thank you for having me this morning. Um, and yes, um, I'm glad you made the introduction with regard to the right to communication when it comes to deaf people. Mm. Um, Because that's one of the aspects that I intended to talk to you about, that there have been lack of information or lack of ways that um, people with disabilities have received um, um, in terms of understanding what COVID-19 is about. And you mentioned for now, you mentioned um, deaf people. But you know, you also bring another aspect. You also bring another type of disability, which is uh, people with learning disabilities mm. or people with intellectual disabilities. And and in terms of the understanding, in many cases, um, you know, you and I, people that can easily understand, um, we have been invited to um, information sessions, and mainly these information sessions have been carried out in a form of of webinars mm. or, or, or any other platform where people can be able to gain the information. But whereas for people with learning disabilities, there is no access to things um, such, as, such as webinars or even access to, to technology that can enable them to receive the information. And mm. I know many people have talked about, you know, the TV, um, being able to watch TV and getting all the information mm. from the TV stations. But at the same time, you know, we've got um, different languages that we use. Mm. Um, and um, with regard to deaf people, I know there's been a, 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 an uproar, obviously, um, that says we're not receiving the necessary information that we are supposed to receive. Fine, if there is a sign language interpreter that is put on on, on the television, but what about people that are deaf um, but cannot use sign language as a, as a way of communication? Um, what about them too? And then in that case, we talk about subtitling, um, where they are able to gain their information similar to what other people can be able to receive the information. So that has been the difficulties that have been, that have been out there. And, and we are aware of the different food parcels that mm. have been given 
Mm. Um, so, so sorry to interrupt you, uh, Ms. Mulungwana. I just want to stop you there because we are up to news time, but I do want to complete our conversation. I ask you to just indulge us. Uh, we're going to carry on. We'll wrap up our conversation uh, after the news, if you don't mind just staying with us a bit longer. By all means, thank you so much. Thank you so much. For uh, the Senior Manager at the National Council for uh, Persons with Disability, Ntabi Seng Mulungwana, we'll continue our conversation with her after the latest news at 7 o'clock. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. We still have on the line Ntabi Seng Mulungwana. She's the Senior Manager for Research and Development at the National Council um, for Persons with Disabilities. We're talking about the impact and the to- unique toll that the COVID-19 pandemic has had on the lives of people living with disability. Thank you very much for staying on with us. I wanted to ask the question that to what extent are these challenges that are now being faced, these additional challenges that are being faced by people with disabilities, to what extent is it just oversight or is it just a continuing pattern uh, of uh, the kind of things that people uh, people with disability have had to contend with for example things like uh, the lack of access to suitable transport that is something that has been with us uh, even before um, uh, COVID-19 came along so to what extent is it a case of oversight on the part of government or whether it's just a continuing pattern of neglect um, um, Titi this is um this is a difficult one um and you know when, when one looks at the legislation that we have in south africa that is supposed to give us guidance um and it's supposed to show us the way in terms of doing things correctly um you know with our constitution we say um south african belongs to all but when it comes to persons with disabilities you find that this is not the case because the right to education, the right to, to health, the right to living in the community is, is also um, um, not met when it comes to persons with disabilities. Mm. And, and I want to come back to the question that says, is it the lack of oversight? Um, in my view and in our view as an organization, we feel that this is the lack of oversight. Because why are we not using the legislation or the policies that we have put in place mm. To be able to um, reasonably accommodate persons with disabilities in mm. different, either in transport or in education, um, and and in health and so on. Mm. Yes. Is it something that government is aware of, though? I mean, uh, I mean, they should be. I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't be, especially if we have policies um, that are designed specifically to cater for people with disability. For example, Ufense Sikwani on Twitter here asks a question, can we also look at the impact of COVID-19 has had on students living with disabilities? You know, I wonder to what extent government is even aware of these challenges. The fact that, for example, blind people are so largely dependent on their senses, uh, whether it's touch or smell now with masks and with the wearing of gloves and with not being allowed to touch things that that has an impact on their day-to-day lives you know um you know they they we have been active as persons with disabilities and we we usually refer back to the new dispensation to say um this is when um many implementations or many legislations were, were put in place that are supposed to guide us. And we talk and we, we keep saying, um, you know, we talk about, as if, I'm, if I make an example, in this case, um, when we talk about the employment quota, 
Mm. Um, I, I know it, it's something that has been talked about. Mm. Um, initially, we've talked about 2%. At some point, we were talking about 7%. And all these percentages have come from, you know, when we look at Statistics South Africa, after the different census, censuses. And, and who else come, comes up with those? With those percentages mm. if it's not government mm. and and i'm saying as as organizations and as persons with disabilities we have been vocal but the the in implementation is just not there you know uh absolutely it's, it's just about uh, implementation and worryingly though when you talk about uh, employment quotas uh, and targets the scary thing to hear is that the latest research shows that uh, the the levels, the job losses amongst people with disabilities have actually increased in this period. That is absolutely true. And I'm glad you're bringing that part because I was also going to talk about the, the right uh, for persons with disabilities to, to live in their community. You know, we've got different centers where, where people with disabilities find themselves. And because of unemployment, um, you know, they, they find themselves, we find ourselves in an informal, um, you know, informal, um, I don't know, it's not the same as you and I being being employed formally. Mm, informal sector, are, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we are able to, to be employed mm. and be able to, to, to claim from, from terse, you know, things mm. like those. Mm. If you are working in the informal sector, do you think I'll be able to go to the department, mm. to the Department of Labor like everybody else mm. and be able to claim um, from terse? Mm. And those are things that we do not consider yeah. as a country to say I, if we are supporting everybody else, but what about people that are in informal mm. sector that are working in these centers? Ndabisen, are you actively engaging uh, government at this point uh, to um, raise awareness about uh, these challenges? If it is that fact that if it's a problem of them being unaware, uh, are you actively talking to them and actually getting a hearing to raise some of these issues? If I make an example, we have what we call the Presidential Working Group, TT. Um, and that working group is made up of persons with disabilities themselves. And that, that, um, that simply answers the question mm. to say these, these are engagements that we make continuously as persons with disabilities. Mm. Okay. Thank you so much for talking to us. And I think it's important that we keep, uh, you know, have to highlight these issues that sometimes end up uh, uh, in the periphery of our conversations around COVID-19, but they're extremely important. Thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you for having me, Titi. Thank you so much. That is a senior manager for research at the National Council uh, for Persons with Disability, Ntabi Singh Molungwana. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.